Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts podcast. My name is Nikki Evich, and I'm your host for episode number 29 called Unit 8 Ecology, Biological Relationships. Today, we will be discussing the three symbiotic relationships in nature. So, a quick introduction to symbiotic relationships. Symbiosis is any type of close and long-term biological interaction between two different biological organisms. It may be mutualistic, commensalistic, or parasitic. The organisms, each turned to symbiont, may be of the same or of different species. So basically, symbiotic relationships is a way to describe different interactions between organisms. And it's super important to recognize that the organisms don't have to be the same species. A lot of times they're of different species. And that is super important because it plays into one of the bigger ideas that we will talk about later. But so there are three types of symbiotic relationships. The first is mutualism. This is when the two organisms interacting benefit from one another. An example is with an oxpecker, which is a kind of bird, and a zebra. So oxpeckers land on zebras and eat ticks and other parasites that live on their skin. This is a win-win situation for both the organisms because the oxpeckers get food and the zebras get pest control. Then the next type of symbiotic relationships is commensalism. This is when one organism benefits and the other organism is not impacted. An example of this is with the remora fish and the shark. So a remora fish has a disc on their head that makes them able to attach to longer animals such as sharks. And the remora fish attaches to the shark and then when the shark feeds and kills another organism and starts feeding on it, the remora fish detaches itself from the shark and then eats extra food. So the remora fish benefits because it gets a food source and the shark is unaffected because the remora fish doesn't affect its food source and it doesn't really affect its travel either. And then the final of the three types is parasitism. And this is when one organism benefits and the other is negatively impacted. So an example is with moose and ticks. Moose will just be living in the wild and ticks will attach themselves to them. And the ticks drink the moose's bloods. And in such numbers, the ticks can drain so much blood that the moose can become anemic and malnourished. The tick is obviously positively impacted because it has a food source but the moose is negatively impacted because it gets all of its blood taken from it. So those are the three types. And so you might be asking yourself, well, why is this important in ecology? Why, why does this matter? 
super important to remember that ecology is all about organisms and their relationships with each other and the environment. Symbiotic relationships basically is how it describes these relationships and it's just a way to classify how they all fit in with each other. And also symbiotic relationships is a driving force in evolution, more specifically coevolution, because different organisms can evolve together. Say a flower gets narrower in some sort, then the bird that feeds off their beak might get more narrow as well. This is important because they co-evolve with each other. And so this network and cooperation among species allow them to survive better than they would as individuals. So this is also helping them survive longer, reproduce, stay more fit, which is the ultimate goal in organisms' lives. Once again, quick recap, the three symbiotic relationships are mutualism, commensalism, and parasitism. And they all fit in because they are how to describe different relationships between organisms and how they impact each of the organisms. Thank you for listening to this episode of my AP Biology Thoughts. For more student-ran podcasts, make sure you visit www.hvspn.com. Bye now.